podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's the post-match point in association with Purity Carabao Cup special. A bit too many drinks being mentioned there, but we'll go with it. As you can see, I'm joined by Ty Bracey, star of Villa Twitter, and hopefully in two seconds, Max Stokes is going to pop up as well. Obviously, you'll all know him from that little channel down the road, Villa on tour. Welcome, Max. First time on the Villa View for a while. How are you feeling? Oh, it's buzzing to be on. I mean, I'm on with two people that are verified on Twitter, so I feel a little bit... <laughs> inferior here but no it's good to be on good to be on and to be fair you're probably the one who's most justified in being verified on twitter, on twitter as well with, with your subscriber base so it's not, not the best is it but boys i've got to say i wasn't really looking forward to tonight when i saw the team i thought oh, carabao cup fourth round it'll probably be a bit of a snooze but actually i really enjoyed it i don't know about you ty you enjoy it uh, just like you dan i was really surprised to be fair um we played some good attacking football um, some individual performances that were great, which uh, I'm sure we'll touch up on a bit. But yeah, um, I've already put my hotel for Wembley. Oh, well, I was going to ask, I'll say that at the end, but it's actually quite sad because you do, once you win a couple of rounds, you, like last season, you start to think, oh, maybe we'll get to a final. But it's pretty weird. That, and I know I'm jumping the gun majorly here, but we actually, like, one of the last games we went to, in fact, it was the last game I went to, was the cup final. Imagine if we get to the cup final and none of us can go, Max. Yeah, it's not great. I think you look at last season and I was at crew and it was a bit of a joke. Like the early rounds of the League Cup, it's like you go into these tin pot small stadiums and it's, it's a bit of a laugh, you know. But once you do actually get quite deep in the competition, we have been quite lucky this season because we've got, what, Stoke at home next and that's a winnable yeah. game. And then we're in the quarterfinals, so we've got a decent running. So, you know, we can go for it again. But it is, like you said, depressing that we won't be at any of these these games. But either way, it's good to have a cup run. You can't complain. No, and Ty would be absolute vintage Villa to win their first trophy since 1996 when none of us are allowed to go. Oh, absolutely, mate. It'd just be, uh, if it's not one thing, it's another with Villa, and if we start picking up the form and then we can't go, it's just like, you know, the times where we could go to the games, you know, so uh, I'll, I'll be happy to watch it from wherever, mate, if we uh, get to a cup final. I'll go to Wembley just to stand outside there, I don't care. Well, you go and do some shopping probably because they'll all still be open because you're allowed to do pretty much anything except for sit in your house with people and go to the football. But <laughs> let's leave that anyway. Let's not get in a, get in a mard before we've even started. 3-0. Quite enjoyable, wasn't it? I mean, there's some good there's good things that we saw. Troy Allright, the main one, scoring an absolute worldie. And to be fair, I saw some people on Twitter saying he didn't mean it, but I thought he meant it. I don't know about you too, Max. I'm going to side with the people on Twitter. I don't actually think he meant it. Really? I mean, no, I think it was a great ball from Jacob Ramsey. Absolutely incredible. We'll touch on him in a bit. He had a great game. Um, but yeah, great ball over the top. And he's very left-footed. Obviously, I haven't watched a lot of Bertrand Traoré. I can't admit. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've watched him every week at Lyon. But he's. Well, I know he's very left-footed. And you can see his, uh, there's like a replay after where he looks at Henry Lansbury and he's like laughing. So does that mean like he didn't mean it? But if he did mean it, that's incredible. Like just to loft it softly over the keeper, that's incredible. And he had a really, really good game. He looked like he, there is a genuine bit of quality there with Bertrand Traore. Um, he's got pace, he's power, he's big, he's strong. So great play we've got there. Admittedly, yes, it's against an inferior opposition, but we've got a good player there. Yeah, not too many people agreeing with you in the comments that I can oh. say there. Daniel Harper saying, obviously a shot. 
And I think I agree with that as well. Ty, what impressed me most about Traore was his work in tight spaces. He seemed to pick the ball up and have a really, really good touch. And he could then just get the motor and set himself going straight away. But it was his work in tight spaces that impressed me. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's. I mean, you'll probably know, Dan, because you're good with uh, memory of things happening in the past. But it, I feel like it's been a while since we played a right-footed winger on... Uh, Do you mean left-footed? Uh, left-footed winger on the right wing, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, and uh, our play is very predictable, having a right-footed player on the right side. Um, yeah. You know, it's nice to see us be able to cut him from both sides. Um, but I thought Trey already looked, looked very... Very comfortable in the team, you know. As Max said, I know it's a, a weekend side, but um, I think he looked right at home in the Villa shirt, mate. I'm uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, because he won't have had too many training sessions. You you wouldn't imagine. Obviously, we only played on Monday, so he won't have been with the team. Maybe one training session you would have thought. I wouldn't have thought that he would have been much more than that. Two, an absolute push. But he did look right at home. And I mean, I know he's played in England before, but. Pretty much that was all off the bench for Chelsea. So he's not had too much time. In answer to your original question, I think Carlos Hill was the last left-footed person I can remember playing on, on the roster. Not grass, I suppose, as well. But he's more, Troy is more of a, a wide player, isn't he, isn't he, than them? Because he's got that direct pace and he's got that touch and he can, he can work things out in tight spaces. And he, I just thought it was a really impressive debut. And linking up with Jacob Ramsey as well, Jacob Ramsey's ball for his goal is probably going to go under the radar a little bit. But Max, he looked very good as well, didn't he? Yeah, Jacob Ramsey was fantastic. I think for his age as well, he shows a lot of maturity. I know he was um, he was at what Doncaster last year, so he's got that sort of lower league experience. So that might have toughened him up a little bit. But yeah, he was fantastic. And again with Bertrand Bertrand Traore, it's quite hard to say. Um, he links up with Keenan Davis quite well. I think those two looked really really good. We'll talk about Keenan Davis in in a bit probably because yeah. he, for me he was my man of the match. But Traore was close behind him. I thought he was fantastic. Those two, uh, when they get close to each other, they work really really well. And Traore looked quite good going back as well like he looks like he's up for working a little bit defensively um which is good I, I, um, when we signed him uh leon put out a tweet saying that they'd sold him and there was a lot of french tweets which i was translating underneath and leon fans were saying he lacks motivation his work yeah, rate is I saw all that. and uh, based on that obviously it's his first game so he's gonna want to impress but based on that he looks like he can work hard um, and he's drifting into the center a little bit as, as well so I'd love to see him in a team with Jack Grealish. That would be that's really really exciting. But yeah, Jacob Ramsey, Davis, Traore, those triangles, those three really really did link up well tonight. Do you think Traore will come straight in the team on on Monday? Yeah, I, I would think so. I think based on I don't know, it depends on fitness as well. Because I know he came off today, like an hour in or something like that. So it's based on fitness. But I think you'd probably start him. I think El Ghazi didn't have his best game tonight. Um, Trezeguet was okay against Sheffield United. So you probably. Play Jack on the left, Traore on the right. For me, that's what I'd go for. Um, I think tonight he scored a goal. He's played so, so well. I think he, he deserves a start against Fulham. Yeah, I think I was a little bit disappointed he actually wasn't on the bench against Sheffield United on Monday because we obviously had the three defenders sat there. Todd, do you think he comes into contention for being in the 18 now, Jacob Ramsey, off the back of tonight? Jacob Ramsey? You want yeah. Ramsey? Yeah, yeah Ramsey. Um, he looks right at home. You wouldn't think that he's not played first team football you know for for a while he just looks at home and very comfortable calm and collective on the ball and um i would definitely like to see him on the bench uh you know long story short but one injury away from henry lansbury being a starting centre mid um and i'd much rather ramsey there if i'm honest mate you know a lot of talent big future ahead of him yeah and that loan spell we saw years and years ago with jack he goes out on loan it's the absolute making of him in 
you've alluded to it, Max. I think he only played six games, got two goals, but even just that little taste of football and then playing these League Cup games against men as well, it's only going to help him, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think we lack that creative midfielder type behind Jack. So yeah. I think Jack Reach is more perfect for Jacob Ramsey to work with. So I'd probably keep him at the club. I wouldn't look at loaning him, loaning him out. I think if you can keep your inner around the squad, training with Grealish and, you know, if Grealish, God forbid, does get injured, which he seems to every year, um, you know, he's a decent option. I saw, I saw Mark Jarobi in the comments talking about the Barkley and Loftus-Cheek links. I'd probably still rather have one of them ahead of Jacob Ramsey because of the experience and stuff. But definitely Jacob Ramsey does have to be in the, maybe not in the 18, but in and around the squad for me, for sure. Yeah, I was going to ask that, Ty. Do you think... His future basically depends on what Villa do transfer business. Because in fairness, if we do get another number eight in, which it looks like we're trying to, if we were to then just waste him in the in the under twenty threes and he, he lost a year, which we've seen happen with Callum O'Hare, we've seen happen with countless Villa Academy players under the over the years, sorry. It would make sense to get him alone if we are a bit more active, wouldn't it? Uh yeah, most definitely. Uh it's a very good question, to be fair. Um I feel like our owners are making a statement this year, and especially Dean, you know, last year. We had to fill a squad with a budget, you know. And uh, this year, our business is very different, you know, adding quality as opposed to quantity. Um, I definitely would like to see him get some minutes. Um, it might be tough for him, to be fair, because I can see that, I can probably see that Horahan will probably end up being our impact sub this year. Um, probably our sub who comes on at, you know, 70, 75 minutes if we need to change the game a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him get some minutes, mate. Um, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to him going to a championship team if, you know, Dean had said to him, look, you're not going to get any minutes or, you know, the minutes might be limited to the cup. Um, yeah. If it means he's going to develop more as a player, then whatever's best for his future, really. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying all the comments coming in, but let me tell you, they are absolutely moving at a rapid pace. I, I'm struggling to keep up, keep up with them. So someone so, was making so a point about... There has been a bit of that. I think someone called you Joe Exotic at one point as well. Which, wow, which that's deep, you know. Wow. <laughs> that did really make me laugh. So I ever said that. That did make, I did say that and it did, did make me chuckle. Um, one of our summer signings, Watkins, he's come on and bagged again. He wasn't on the pitch for very long, but he's obviously come on and, and got a goal. You could say, it's, obviously, it's Bristol City reserves, but again, it, it won't do his confidence any harm sticking the ball in the back of the net, will it, Max? No, absolutely. I think, I really, really like the look of Watkins. Um, he came on, he scored within five minutes or something. His movement is really, really good. I think he's the sort of player that we've been crying out for for the last few years. We've had countless strikers come in and haven't really done the job. You look at Samata, who looks like he's off to Fenerbahce in the in the coming days. Um, I just think he, he looks really, really good. He's got a bit of everything as well. His movement, he's quick, he's strong, he can hold up the ball. He's always in the right place at the right time. You saw with his goal tonight. Um, Trezeguet fires it across and he, he's in the right place and he does well to stay composed and finish it so fair play to him I think he's going to be our, our main number nine this season um, and yeah I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing him more in the Premier League I think once he gets a, a goal in the Premier League he'll, he'll start firing he's already got a couple in the uh, the cup but I really really like the look of him he looks really really good yeah just in Zebra Media Solutions watching all the way from South Africa hopefully that's not the uh, the old Zebra that used to watch the Villa Villa View hopefully that's not him I don't know about you, but talking about Samata going uh, going to Turkey, I'm a little bit worried about the amount of Twitter followers I'm going to lose because there's going to be a, a Tanzanian like there's going to be a, they're going to be abandoning 
abandoning Villa social media, but I think I've picked up a fair few since January as well. I don't know whether you two have, so that's certainly a worry for the social media following. Someone who did start tonight, who we think is probably going to be on his way out or that the club want him to go, is, is Gilbert. It was nice to see him on the pitch, but you do just still get the impression that the club club want him gone, don't you, Tom? Yeah, um, I mean, I wasn't, you know, disappointed with him last season, um, but you've got to remember that he was part of a plan that we were going to be in the championship um, last season. Um, so we probably, you know, we did well with the cards that we were handed in terms of that position. Um, I always thought Almo was there when we needed him. Um, but again, as as I said, with the owners and the club, you know, they're uh, making a statement by bringing in Matty Cash, who uh, seems pretty dangerous going forward. Yeah. Yeah. And Max, you wanted to talk about Keenan. The floor is yours. Off you go. Yeah, he was fantastic tonight. I think he's he's more than deserving of, you know, the second spot of striker role behind Ollie Watkins, I think. He just looked really, really bright tonight. I don't know whether it's the confidence from the goal at Burton or whatever it was. He just looked bang up for it. And he looked prepared to take on men, which we, we haven't seen a lot with Keenan Davis. His hold-up player was great. And once you get players around him, like Troy Ore and uh, El Ghazi, he looks really, really good. I think he did everything but score tonight. So I think... His confidence has come in. He just needs a goal, which God knows when it's going to come. But he looked fantastic tonight. He really did. Man of the match, for sure. Yeah, he missed that chance, didn't he? It was actually a good save from Max O'Leary, who we've had issues with in the past for Bristol City. But his all-round game, he's so underrated, I think. I think it's so good. I know people will point around and they'll say, oh, well, he doesn't stick the ball in the back of the net. He's not clinical enough. But his build-up play, that first goal for El Garza, that was all Davis, Tom. Yeah, uh, I, I agree, to be fair. Um, I mean... I kind of shot myself in the foot because I tweeted that Al Ghazi was rubbish and then 15 <laughs> seconds later he put the ball in the net so I got absolutely nailed. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. His hold-up play is great. Uh, he's developing into a quality player and, you know, as you guys said, he's starting to uh, he's starting to find his feet and his confidence and I think that's massive for him. Um, I don't know if I don't know if we'll be done in the striker department, to be fair, in the window. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being third choice. Um you know, especially with the direction that we're going. But, I mean, if he carries on the way he's going, I wouldn't be. Um, I wouldn't be upset at him being our second striker, to be fair. Yeah, I've had a couple of bits and pieces today on, on the striker front. So, it sounds like we do still want another striker. It sounds like we'd like a number eight as well. So, we're still going to be busy. So, we're still kind of sussing out the side for Villa at the moment. There's still a couple of weeks left of the transfer window as well. So, if you think that we are still doing that, we're actually in a really good place through two rounds of the Cup. And we've won our first league game and we've got a very winnable game coming up on Monday again away at Fulham. Max? Yeah, a couple of clean sheets as well, which you can't can't go wrong with a couple of clean sheets. I think we're definitely in the right in the right place. And we're going we're going in the right place as well. Um but I'm not sure about finding another strike. I think the whole Rashid. No, we need one. We've got to need one. Uh, we can't do what we, we can't do what we did last season striker wise. No risks. But you've got what? Watkins and Davis there. Traore can play up top as well. If you find another winger like Rashika who can play centre forward, and then you've got Wesley coming back in January as well. I know it's going to take him another couple of months um, to like adapt and get back up to match fitness, but uh, I don't know. Maybe alone. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I personally think there's other places in the squad that we need to look at more than a striker, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to a striker. Definitely not. I still think there'll be three more, and I think a striker would be one of them. Can I just ask a question? Has one of you two got music playing? So I can hear some weird music. Can anyone else hear that? I can. Is, yeah. it, is it just me? Ty, have you got music playing? The radio might be on in the kitchen. I mean, the level of unprofessionalism here is... <laughs> I mean, I what, didn't think you would hear it. Give me I one second. I can hear it. 
I'll talk to Max for one minute. You go and turn the radio off. Absolutely unbelievable. You think Doctor. when you're doing a live show, I'm really sorry. Unbelievable. It's for the dog. It's not for me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. well, you're in, mate. Why does the dog need the radio on when you're there? Because I've been upstairs shouting at the telly for 90 minutes. That's uh, why. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Completely thrown me with all that music going off. So it's uh, probably a good time to mention again that this show is in association with Purity. If you visit puritybrewing.com and use the code hashtag VillaView, you will get 10% off all your Purity slash Villa goodies. There's some good stuff on there. Hoping to get my hands on some of them Villa cans quite soon. If Purity do what they say they're going to do, that's going to be an excellent delivery at my house. So the next round, we already know, which I don't like that. I like to watch a draw, but it feels like the draws just seem to be happening without my knowledge at the moment. And there's something quite upsetting in there, guys. I don't know whether you've, you've noted it. Stoke at home. What do you think is going to upset me there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to say the word, Dan? Could be. Could be. It's the James Chester reunion. Oh, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking oh. Jack Butland. Think... Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, no, I uh, <laughs> wasn't going to bring Jack Butland up, mate, funnily enough. But the, uh, no, Jack, James Chester. The James Chester reunion. That could be a sad day. I mean, yeah, it'll be a very sad day. Um, you know, I haven't really, I don't plan on following the championship that much this year, really. Um, but yeah, it'll be tough to see him in a shirt, especially defending against us. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I mean, I know you uh, you had a lot of love for him, Dan, and I know you know him on well, a personal level as well. So uh, I think it will probably hurt you a little bit more than me, mate. To be honest, Max, you didn't look that upset by it, but would you be? Um, only because I'd probably take him back right now. Watching Elmer at centre back, I mean, God knows. Often... No, the, Egy- the Egyptian Nesta. No, I mean, <laughs> weird. Like, what's happened to Engels? That's a bit of a funny one. He keeps on talking about an injury since he injured. have had for months. Um, He's injured. That's yeah, a funny one. Yeah, but I'd rather definitely have Chester at the moment than uh, Elmo. But uh, he's going to be. He's going to be emotional, especially for especially at Villa Park as well. It's it's not going to be easy, but. I don't care as long as we beat them. That's all that matters. Yeah. Little side note tonight for those that like kids. What do you think of the, the Bristol City goalkeeper's top? Bit of a throwback to 1994, I thought. The Villa top. Not as good, but he wasn't far off. Grim. Didn't like, didn't like it. It'll never compare, mate. <laughs> no. No. I mean, talking of football shirts, we did have to get Max to change from a Bayern Munich <laughs> shirt to a Villa shirt. Before this, before this video started, he forgot he forgot what channel he was on before before he started. He forgot he wasn't doing Max on tour. I don't think there's anything else to really really cover. I'm trying to read the comments, but they're absolutely flying through. Someone's just put there that Chester will obviously get a great reception from the fans. I detect a bit of sarcasm, but Max, let's just talk to you a second because obviously your whole channel is based around going to the games. You're there every single week, and we're, we're all missing it. But but for you, it's a bit of bit of a blow, really, isn't it? Villa on tour, not going anywhere. The Villa on tour, not on tour. Yeah, it's not fun. I think last season it wasn't easy. I don't know if people watched my channel, but it wasn't easy. A few in the comments. Oh, good. Shout out to the Villa on tour guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. Like the one that I remember was Man United at home. I remember when we lost three 0 and it was just generally just depressing. And then we were like seven yeah. points safety. Being at the ground would have would have been toxic. But doing it in your bedroom when it's just. You know, it's just not great, but yeah, it's not easy not being at the grounds and it is difficult, especially when, you know, my whole channel is based on going to grounds and following a villa up and down the country. It's, it's not easy, but no, nah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's, it's not fun at the moment. No, Ben asked our opinions on, on Courtney Hawes in, in, in the comments. Ty, thoughts? Um, not outstanding. 
you know, we kept a clean sheet and that's all that matters. But uh, there was nothing in his performance that stood out to me as, wow. Um, but yeah, we kept a clean sheet. So, you know, a positive. And we've talked about Elmo playing centre-back a little bit. Which I, to be honest, I've got to be honest, in a weird way, I can't kind of enjoyed, if I'm being perfectly honest. But do you think maybe we should have played an, an academy guy like maybe Mungo Bridge tonight, Max? Because if they're not getting a game tonight, when are they ever going to get a game? Yeah, that's true. I don't think that would have done anyone any harm. I think I thought during the game, because of Elmo's age and whatever, is that something we'd see in the future? Or was it just a one-off? I'm not sure. But definitely, one-off. I think, yeah, probably based on you know the sort of player that he is but I think definitely an academy player coming in give him give him a, a little bit of experience I remember Dominic Raven being on the bench a couple of years ago and we never saw him again he's so still, he's still there still there yeah I actually, well, che- I actually checked that today that, he, that he's still here because well, I thought well what's happened to him because I remembered that time I think it was Leeds at home he was on the bench yeah there's a couple of couple of centre-back names doing the rounds from the academy and like I said I don't think it would have done any, anybody any harm but that's a bit of a funny one but yeah, I, I don't think Courtney Oz is like a, a steady squad player. I don't think he's anything special, like Ty said. But yeah, we, we probably yeah, I probably think we need another centre back. To be honest, if Engels is injured and God knows when he's going to come back, we need to sort that out possibly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with Engels because he did he did feel like he was a little bit out of favour, and then he randomly came back in for the the cup final. Did did okay, nearly scored at the end, and then you don't see him again. And now he has had a few injuries. To be fair, pretty much after we came back from lockdown, I believe he was injured, and I think he's picked something else up in in pre season. But would you have another centre back in, Tom? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, we've got some centre backs, but you know, in terms of quality, um, in the direction we want to go, um, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised that we haven't been linked with more. To be fair, I'm surprised that Vida hasn't done the rounds again because he oh, did the rounds usual. for the. You know, he did the rounds for the for the last. There's always some link with us and a, us and a Turkish club every single transfer window. You know, so uh, I'm surprised Anton his name floating about. But yeah, um, the thing is, with nowadays, we have to spend quite a lot of money to get a you know a high quality centre back. You know, so uh, I don't think it would hurt us to grab one more if I'm honest, mate. Especially if Engels isn't in uh, Dino's plans. I know he's injured, but in Dean's head, is he the third? Third choice centre back or fourth behind House Horse. Um, yeah, I, I would bring in one more. I mean, it might be a simplistic view here from me, it probably is because it's my viewpoint, but you would say surely that Horse is the backup for Mings and Engels is the backup for Con. So I know like, usually you have a third and fourth choice, but surely that makes sense, doesn't it? That you have the left footed player yeah. replace the left foot. Because I don't like seeing Horse and Mings together, if I'm being perfectly honest. It makes me a bit uneasy, and that's probably happened a few more times than I would have liked over, over the last. Uh, four or five months or so, but is that a simplistic way of looking at it or is that where we are? Yeah, two two left-footed is unbalanced, isn't it? I, think, I don't think another top-quality centre-half, especially looking at how Esri Konsa has progressed and he looked fantastic in the last couple of games, especially at the back end of last season as well. He really came into his own. Um, but I think maybe it's something you look at this time next year, maybe. Um, looking at how Konsa develops, whether Mings you know, keeps up the levels that we've expected of him. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something. I mean, look at Mings. He was £25 million. So if you're going to get a top quality centre after go next to him or next to Kant or whatever, you're going to be looking at 30 plus. Um, so I definitely think it's not priority right now to get a first team one, but this time next year, possibly. I think that's the problem, isn't it, as well? You're looking at if you want another centre back in, you've kind of got to prioritise where you are in the where you are in terms of what you need to get in. 
defender-wise, you're then going to have to get someone in who's going to have to be prepared to be back up probably because you're not breaking up that Conser and Mings partnership. So do you think that's what Villa are probably doing? So they're probably prioritising what they're looking for and thinking centre-back and wait another year because that partnership ain't getting broken up. Yeah, I think I think they've seen how we've performed after lockdown. Um, seen that we were a lot better. Um, and I think that they... I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there'll be... I, you know, we haven't been linked with anybody. Um I reckon it'll be another season before we get one more. But uh but yeah, I think since lockdown defensively we've been we've been a lot better. I don't know what changed. Um but yeah, defensively I think we've been great, mate. I've been really impressed so far with uh with from from the Man United game. Um I, th- I think we've been great. Yeah, and it seems to have carried over into the new season, which is obviously brilliant. A few people saying Twan's over in the in the comments, I, I can't say that myself because again, he's probably going to have to be back up to Conor and Mings, and he's not going to leave being back up at Man U to come and be back up at Villa. With, with all due respect, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but the main rumor of today, obviously John Percy broke it last night, is that Villa are holding interest in Barkley or Loftus Cheek. So my question to both of you is, which one would you prefer, and which one would you think was more likely? I'll start with you, Max. I'd say. I'd rather have Ross Barkley. Um, I think he's got that little bit more experience. I think when he was at Everton, he was a top, top player. Went to Chelsea, didn't really have all that much game time. It was difficult to get in um, ahead of other Chelsea players. But I'd definitely rather have him. He scored yesterday, I think, against Barnes. Barnsley. Looked like a decent finish. But I think he's he's kind of what we're looking for. He's a goal threat as well. I think with Loftus-Cheek, that probably is the more likely because it's more likely we're going to get him on a loan deal. Barkley's wages are probably much, much higher. Don't get me wrong, yeah. Loftus-Cheek's wages are probably high as well because he's at Chelsea, but he's been on loan before to Crystal Palace. He's younger. It makes more sense for a loan deal. I know, uh, I think Percy said that Chelsea are looking to offload Barkley if they can't get a loan deal done. So I'd rather have Barkley because I think he's that little bit better at the moment, but I think I can see Loftus-Cheek coming in potentially. Tight. Um, I agree with Max. I would prefer... Um, Barkley, just because of the the experience, I think uh, I think what it looks like from what I've been seeing today is that they're looking more so for a transfer for Barkley as opposed to a loan. Um, his wages would be high, but I assume it'd be a split. But I, I'd be happy with either. But I'd definitely prefer um, Barkley for the experience, mate. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to persuade Barkley to come because he's in the eighteen at the moment at Chelsea. So again, he ain't going to leave being in the eighteen at Chelsea to to come to Villa. I wouldn't think, but. Loftus Cheek's a good player. Obviously, he did he did well with the little cameos he had for England, and he went to the Euros in two thousand. Sorry, the World Cup in two thousand and eighteen, as well. So, but he's made a glass. That's the problem with him. He's twenty five now, and he's never really put together a consistent run of games except for when he was on loan at, at Palace. I think he need, he needs a move, but to me, I think he's probably the most loyal, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, like you said, he's very very injury prone. And in my head, I still think of Loft, Loftus Cheek as like a twenty one, twenty two year old. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen him too much because of the injuries. He's he's just turned 25, just like that, it seems. So I think, uh, I don't know, a transfer, like you said, he's got that England tax as well because he's played uh, for the national side. He's going to be a lot of money with the wages as well. I just don't see a transfer with, uh, with either of these two. I think it's going to be a loan. For which one, I'm not really too bothered, but I don't see a transfer, not not for that kind of money. No, and just just to finish then, boys, it's been great to to get your opinions. Obviously, Max, you're not on every week, so I want to I want to gauge where you think Villa are going to finish this season. Um, I think there was an interview with Grealish, wasn't there? And he was saying sort of eighth to twelfth. I think that's a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a little bit optimistic in my. I mean, fair play, Jack. Shoot for the stars, mate. But for me, I think fourteenth, fifteenth, 
mate, put, I, was, I, I put my neck on the line and say 14th. I think, you know, consolidate, become a solid Premier League side and then we can go for the top half. But I'm going to be sensible and say 14th this season, which I'll take. Ty, same. Um, I'd be happy with 10th to 14th, to be fair. Um, I mean, I love Jack's optimism and Jack has this thing where he, everything he says he's going to do, he seems to do. So uh, I, I don't want to That's write true. Off, you know, I don't want to write off what he says. You know, he's a, he's a man with a plan and uh, he, he never lets us down. You know, when he predicts something, you know, he said, he said we wouldn't go down and uh, that we did. But all I do know, Dan, is what I don't want is for a fourth season in a row, our future to be decided by the last game of the season. Yeah, let's have a nice comfy one. Comfy one and a cup win. I think we'd, we'd definitely all take that. But it's been brilliant to have you on, boys. We'll definitely get you, you both on again. I mean, Tyler, you're here every week at the moment, but we'll definitely get you on again as well, Max. And thanks to Purity as well for their association with us. It's really great. They're really helping us. And it's nice to have a Villa-related brand involved with the channel. We'll be back on Monday night for the post-match point around 8 o'clock, hopefully talking about Villa winning at Craven Cottage. As I said in the last show, my record at Craven Cottage is absolutely appalling. I would have been there if crowds are allowed to be there. Every time I don't go there, we win. So hopefully that run continues on Monday night. Boys, been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Up the Villa. Up the Villa. Podcast Network.